I was gonna tell you a sock joke, but I got cold feet. How is a private eye? Like the dry cleaners? They both do other people's dirty work. Why did the baseball catcher spend a night at the field? Because he felt right at home. If you just read the bio for Dr. Steve, host of Weird Medicine on Sirius XM 103 and made popular by two really comedy shows, Opie and Anthony and Ron and Fez, you would have thought that this guy was was a bit of, uh, you know, a, a clown. Why can't you give me the respect that I'm entitled to? I've got diphtheria crushing my esophagus. I've got Ebola virus dripping from my nose. I've got the leprosy of the heart valve exacerbating my incredible woes. I want to take my brain out and blast it with the wave, an ultrasonic echographic and a pulsating shave. I want a magic pill for all my ailments, the health equivalent of Citizen Kane. And if I don't get it now in the tablet, I think I'm doomed and I'll have to go insane. I want a requiem for my disease. So I'm paging Dr. Steve. From the world-famous Cardiff Goldstein Network Studios, it's Weird Medicine, the first and still only uncensored medical show in the history of broadcast radio, now a podcast. I'm Dr. Steve with my little pal, Dr. Scott, the traditional Chinese medical practitioner, gives me street cred. The wacko alternative medicine assholes. Hello, Dr. Scott. Hey, Dr. Steve. And uh, my partner in all things, Tacey. Hello, Tacey. Hello. This is a show for people who would never listen to a medical show on the radio or the internet. If you have a question you're embarrassed to take to a regular medical provider, if you can't find an answer anywhere else, give us a call. 347-766-4323. That's 347-POOHEAD. Follow us on Twitter at Weird Medicine or at DRScottWM. Visit our website at drsteve.com for podcasts, medical news, and stuff you can buy. Most importantly, we are not your medical providers. Take everything here with a grain of salt. Don't act on anything you hear on this show without talking it over with your health care provider. Please don't forget to check out stuff.drsteve.com, stuff.drsteve.com for all your Amazon and online shopping needs. And uh, tweakedaudio.com, offer code FLUID. For the best earbuds for the price and the best um, customer service anywhere. And Dr. Scott's website at simplyherbals.net. Check out Tacey and me at patreon.com slash weirdmedicine. Patreon.com slash weirdmedicine. Uh, we've had the Troika on now. We had Jim Norton, Greg Hughes, and Anthony Cumia. And uh, they were all fun and very different. And uh, but loads of fun. It was really a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. And then we've had uh, Mark Normand and uh, Joey DeRosa, Bobby Kelly, and we've got more coming. So hang in there on that. And uh, check if you want me to say fluid to your mama. Um, It'll cost you five bucks. Yeah, well, $5. I don't know what it is right now. I keep changing it. I just mess with it all the time. <clears throat> uh, it's very inexpensive, whatever it is. Um, and uh, it, you know, go to cameo.com slash weird medicine, and I'll basically say anything you want me to within reason. All right? <laughs> and within reason for me is I, I've got a pretty broad range of <laughs> things that I'll say. So. The threshold's pretty low. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's fun, though. I have fun doing it. That's cool. All right. Well, Dr. Scott, how are things at simplyherbals.net these days? Wonderful. Yeah, check them out at simplyherbals.net. I tweeted something out about you. I said, you know, I don't say, you know, enough good things about you. Mm. I like making, you know, tweaking you from time to time about your pronunciation, East Tennessee pronunciation of some medical terms. But, um, you know, uh, you're a good friend. You're always here. And simplyherbals.net is uh, is your jam. So I, I should plug it more often. So. Well, well, thank you. People can check it out. I might, you know what, might be an interesting thing. You know, you've got that fatigue reprieve yep. shit on there. Love it. Uh, what's first off? This is not a commercial, Mm-mm. but I am still, despite 
uh, my BiPAP, and it's better. But today I was using my eyebrows to keep my eyelids open on the way home the last, like, mile and a half. Oh, gosh. And uh, I was going to pull over, which is what I've told everybody that they should do, Mm -hmm. because your brain, my brain is trying to kill me. Yes. And uh, why, I don't know, probably because I'm an asshole. But (laughs) but my brain is trying to kill me. And um, so, you know, the protocol is you pull over and get something to drink and then, you know, walk around for a bit, get back in your car, you should be okay. Or take a brief um, uh, Edison Thomas Alva Edison power nap, hold a pen in your hand or your cell phone, and then, you know, when you fall asleep, you drop it, it wakes you up, and then you get on your way. Um, But... I, so I take medicine for this, mm-hmm. and it still doesn't work. So I thought maybe I'd try some re- fatigue reprieve, do a study, an N of one, yeah. just to see if I can tell the difference. Yeah, that, I think it'd be a good idea. I'll bring you some. So I'm what sure. I'm asking yeah. for is free. Yeah, I got free free stuff for you, Doctor Steve. I got free for you. The new medicine isn't helping you. No, I did, I can't get the new medicine because uh, my insurance uh, won't pay for it. They've put in a prior approval twice. Even though they've said we have a physician who has a huge territory, drives all over creation. You know, I drive two hours a day sometimes, sometimes longer than that. And uh, uh, the the standard stuff, modafinil, isn't cutting it. And uh, now, if I do a modafinil and a sugar-free Monster Energy drink, I'm fine. <laughs> but that doesn't seem like what I should be doing. Yeah, yeah. I've got something a little bit better. We'll try the. Oh, okay. Right well, you say it's better. We'll see. You may be right. Maybe, maybe the right. two together would be great. Yeah, maybe so. So anyway, we'll try some fatigue reprieve. You're bouncing off the wall. It's very cleverly, uh, <laughs> cleverly uh, named? named. Yeah. Well, thank you. I- I hope so. Anyway, check uh, check out Dr. Scott at simplyherbals.net. But it's not a commercial. Nope. I'm just really, I am actually am a little bit desperate at this yes, point. Yes, I'm um, here for you. I'm wanted here. to say uh, happy birthday to our uh, network um, uh, for our, our, our forebear, but the uh, um, person who created our network, uh, Cardiff Electric. So happy birthday, sir. And I hope you have a wonderful one at the uh, beach. Uh, this week, so there you go. He's going there for his birthday. Hey, Sean just got back from the beach. Sean, Sean Pedrick. Yeah, I need to go to the beach. Everybody he's my he's beach. my date to I, the. Uh, to, this, is, this is my life. <laughs> I'm doing a weekend away, and my date uh, for this event for the whole weekend is Sean Pedrick. Everyone, <laughs> the one and only. Yeah. And Tacey, I I think he's probably a snitch. So if I, um, you know, he'll be a good chaperone. He'll make sure that I don't do anything stupid. Okay. Yeah, we're worried about that. Like Tacey's (laughs) wife. Oh, I'll do lots of stupid things, but not what that kind of thing you're thinking about. Well, wear it out. So anyway, yeah. Sean won the uh, free tickets to the uh, Creep Off Roast. You can go to Creep Off roast.com you might be able to watch it live i don't think there's any tickets left it's in rochester new york september 17th it will be my first and my last roast <laughs> where i i'm not the roast master that would be uh vincent paulino everybody oh cool he's the resident uh or the comic in residence at comedy of the carlson where this thing is mm-hmm and uh, there will be some other com- some co- actual comedians there and then some other people from the Creep Off. Creep Off podcast, if you don't know what that is, it's in the uh, WATP universe, but they don't goof on, on you know, podcasts and get in trouble and stuff. They goof on um, on criminals. Oh, geez. So, uh, and they, <clears throat> it's, a, it's a true crime podcast. But it's a comedy true crime podcast. Both of them, the hosts are very funny. Mm-hmm. And each one picks, uh, they pick a theme. So when I was on the show, they did creepiest medical professional or okay. creepiest doctor. And uh, and so each person tells the story of their creepiest person, whatever the theme their is. Their encounter? Yes. <laughs> and oh, then, so no, their story. No, yeah, no. Oh, okay. No, no, no. It's, it's, you find somebody in history. Oh, okay, gotcha. I'm or, sorry. I'm sorry. you know, yeah. and then you tell the story. 
and then um, the audience gets to vote on it who had the, brought the creepiest person. And if you lose five times, doesn't have to be five times in a row, the first person to lose five times has to spin the wheel of consequences. Mm. And then they have to do whatever it is. So uh, one of the hosts, um, Carl Hamburger, had to uh, wear a cow bikini on the show on camera mm. for the whole show. Um, what, uh, Vinnie Paulino had to... Uh, uh, do the polar dash mm. on one, and then that's still in dispute because they were videotaping him, and then the person just forgot to videotape him actually going in the water and coming back out. Uh. So now people are saying he never did it, even though you can tell how miserable he was when they oh. finally caught up with him afterward. Funny. So it is, it's a funny show. Go to creepoffroast.com, or you could check it out at... Um, the uh, the creepoff.com if you just want to listen to the podcast if you're into true crime it's a fun one i've been trying to get tacy to to listen to it because i think she would like it she likes true crime did you ever listen to one no <laughs> there you go there you go Vinny and carl there's your endorsement from tacy now all right so there you go uh scott you have some uh topics for yeah. us today yeah i've got one yep. you sent me the, yep. uh, about the uh the gorilla yeah, yeah, let's talk about this. This is crazy. Yeah, so Dr. Steve found this article and sent it to me the other day. It's the invisible gorilla strikes again. Um, sustained, and here's the topic, sustained um, inattentional blindness. Right. Um, and expert observers. Yes. So real quick, here's the abstract. We like to think that we would notice the occurrence of an unexpected yet salient event in our world. However, we know that people often miss such events if oh, yeah. they are engaged. Humans are the worst witnesses. Go if ahead. they are engaged in a different task, the phenomenon is known as um, inattentional blindness. So you're just not being paying attention. Um, so what they did was they took a, um, and they, there's been multiple studies, but this one yeah, for, for, talk about this one this yeah, is crazy this one is we asked 24 radiologists to perform a familiar lung nodule detection task <clears throat> a gorilla literally a gorilla i was shocked when i looked at it yeah. a gorilla 48 times larger than the average nodule was inserted into the last case <clears throat> 83. Oh, wait, so it wasn't a gorilla's lung. No. They actually took a gorilla? A picture. Dude, that's the craziest <laughs> thing I've ever seen. No, honestly. But check this out. 83% of the radiologists did not see the gorilla. Well, they said they said it was a nodule? They said there's a large no, nodule? No, 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 no. No, check this out. 83% of them did not see it. But what, what they did, um, it was kind of a cool <laughs> study because what they actually did, though, they, they monitored. They used the tracking to, and they could actually see the eye movement of the of the yes, radiologist. Yes, yes, yes. And they just so they, they not only did they they just missed a piss out of it. Um, they even looked directly at the um, gorilla and, and still didn't and, and didn't, didn't register. Um, so uh, uh, even expert searchers operating in their domain of expertise are vulnerable to inattentional blindness. Isn't yeah. that crazy? Yeah. So so Dr. Steve, they showed and look at this taste. They literally have superimposed an image of a gorilla waving <laughs> Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. There's this thing called the invisible gorilla test. That's why they use gorillas yeah. for this. It's crazy. There's um, there's one called the invisible gorilla test from 1999. And what they did was they watch a people uh, video. And you can see this on YouTube. Just Google it or, uh, you know, go on YouTube and uh, and search for it. They watched a video of people dressed in black and white passing, passing basketballs. Participants were asked to count the number of times the team in white pass the ball so they gave them a task right during the video a person dressed in a gorilla costume walks amongst the two teams and then the participants were asked whether they had seen anything unusual in the video nearly half the participants provided negative responses in other words they never saw uh the gorilla right that's so crazy it is insane and i've got a link i if you remind me um i will put this on our YouTube page at uh, youtube.com slash weird medicine. It's so nuts. Hey, and can I tell you something about this? So I really felt this, felt this, this was so compelling. Uh, so when I was reading this and I just did what I did to taste, I scrolled down and I looked at these images and I looked all over the scene for the first image. I said, well, heck, that's it. There's no grill in that. And scrolled down to the second one. I didn't see anything. Um, but sure enough, do you see the grill in there on that image? So. 
Tacey's looking at it. Poodle. No, so, <laughs> hey, Tacey's a poodle. So here's the crazy thing. I now that I've looked at it for the fourth time, I actually can find the gorilla. But I think what what those radiologists there's they're so trained to look at very specific things, kind of like with those balls. Yeah, past, you just did just miss it. Yeah, and yeah. I did. I literally just now saw it when I was even though her. you knew even though you were it was ma- there. trying to make fun of them. Yeah, I knew you it was there. It. Yeah, it's crazy. But now it's 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 crystal clear. It's right there. Yeah, upper right corner. Well, nobody can see it because this is a radio. Show, oh yeah, well yeah. you'll have to trust me, guys. Yeah, um, Google that stuff. Uh, um, it's it's pretty crazy, mm-hmm. and um, I I have heard of uh, other. Te- they all, for some reason they always use somebody dressed up in a gorilla suit. Mm-hmm. Where they'll because uh, it's like you, you, they'll you do think, forensics. Yeah, there's no way you could not see a gorilla. They'll say right. Yeah, that's yeah, right. That's why because it's so weird. There's just no that way. Um, they'll do these forensic tests to demonstrate that people are terrible witnesses, and they'll have a cra- crime going on. And they'll say, now watch, you know, try to get all the details of the criminal and all this stuff. And then they'll have a gorilla walk through and nobody will notice the yeah. stupid gorilla. Pay attention to their hat color or whatever. They should put real gorillas in there. I bet people would notice that. Isn't that funny? Yeah, you know, it, but I'll tell you, Dr. Steven, and I, when I was reading this, it, it brought me back to um, to um, my days playing baseball and how when you're so focused on an image, like specifically when you're trying to hit a baseball, which is the hardest thing to do in athletics. Yeah, you, yeah. You, the more you can block out everything else, the better hitter you are. Yes. And the and the hypothesis they they the hypothesis is that because um, Ted Williams is the greatest baseball um, hitter in history, yep. the only person ever to uh, hit over four hundred. They said it's because he trained the um, the um, and the, the occipital part of his his brain, the visual cortex, to focus because he was a fighter pilot, and they used to line up planes and fly like 20 of them in a row and fly by each other and they'd have to identify each marking on each plane yeah and they think that's why he was such a great baseball hitter is that right yeah that's that's what the isn't that interesting yeah so so that's you you, absolutely because you're just if you've ever played even at a semi-elite level you Mm -hmm. understand that whole zen thing where you're not thinking and your brain is hyper focused on what you're doing but without any effort and that's the key yep that's what uh, our son will be training people to do, Tace, because he's getting his Ph.D. in sports psychology. So Yay. there you go. Hopefully. Um, if anyone is interested in looking at that selective attention test, whenever you happen to be listening to this, go to my Twitter at, uh, at Weird Medicine, and I'll, I'll tell you what, I'll pin it to the top. I'm going to pin it to my profile, and then you'll be able to see it at the very top. So just look at my profile. I just stuck it up there now. All right, cool. Anything else on that? No, that's it on that one. All right, you got anything else? Yeah, you know, I actually did find another interesting one. This is from yep. the uh, the um, Holistic Nursing Practice um, uh, magazine. Mm. They, they do a lot of a lot of good solid research. Do they? They do good solid. Okay, research. I'm not saying that You're like not... Jim Norton. I'm not saying do they. Uh-huh. I'm saying do they really? Oh yeah. shit! I hit the wrong button. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Oh, no, here we, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Here we go. Um, um, uh, shit, shit. Because you're an idiot. <laughs> that is the truth. All right. So um, should acupuncture-related therapies be considered in pre-diabetes control? Research from, and you're going to love this, mm. a systematic review and meta-analysis mm. that's all, that's, of randomized control trials, Dr. Steve. That's better than, than shit. Yeah. <laughs> it is. No, it's better than shit. No, it's. I mean, is it perfect? No. And, but it's, and then you got to determine that the studies that they that they did were good studies you know, before you mush all the data together. So for people who are listening that have not listened for a long time, don't know what we're talking about. This is where you take a bunch of smaller studies and mush all the data together to get a bigger study, so you can see if you can get statistical significance out of the data and make some conclusions. But anyway, go yeah. ahead. So anyway, the the uh, to they were assessing the effects of and, and safety of acupuncture-related therapies f- on glycemic control for prediabetes. Um, they, so blood sugar control. But, it, yes, okay, sir. so yep. tell me how they were how they constructed these studies. 855 identified trials, 34 articles, um, um, qualitative synthesis, 31 were included in the fe- final meta-analysis. So what they did so is they, what they did was they had 850 articles. Yeah. 
out of that, only 30 had data that they felt was worth mushing together. Right, yeah, the criteria met their criteria. That's a pretty so, sad, you know, um, yeah. ratio. But anyway, okay, so they found 30 studies. Yeah, but but at least they got, that's 30 more that is more than, <laughs> more than one. It's more than 29, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> it's, it's better. Dr. Scott's good at I'm good at ciphering. I'm, I'm pretty good at them gazentas. Yep. Them gazentas. Three gazenta nine, three, 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 three times. I think it's three times. Um so uh, so anyway, um, compared with usual <laughs> Two hair. Two goes into four twice. Twice. <laughs> twice. Um, compared with usual care, sham intervention okay. or conventional yep. medicine. There you go. Okay. Um, the, uh, the acupuncture was found to be um, significantly um, better by lowering um, fasting plasma glucose. Okay. Um, the two-hour plasma It's because they glucose. make you lay there for two hours. They can't eat. And glycated hemoglobin. So, y- yes, you're right. We, we starve people to death while we're treating yes. them. Yes. I've we, done it. I know what it's like. We're making, we're, we're, um, we're skewing the outcomes. Yeah. No, but, uh, okay, so... I, so what acupuncture did they do? Did it matter what part of their, you know, their quadrants or whatever you call those meridian points or whatever that they did? Or can you just stick the needles anywhere? End of your dick, tip of your nose, what? Pretty much. Under your fingernails? But if you have one going on the end of your dick, you probably should <laughs> well, I'm find just saying. somewhere else to go. Yep. The, but no... No, there was not a specific protocol listed in this. So just stick them anywhere. Well, what they're saying is because it can help with overall um, health and well-being. It, it helps to lower your stress levels. Mm, yeah, that hey, I can understand. The cortisone, yeah, yeah. I, cortisol okay. levels, and 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 the process. Yeah, yeah. But so so in other words, all they said was that having the acupuncture treatments for whatever. And and and, and Doctor Stevie knows well that if it's for pain, yep. you know we do really well with a lot of types of pain. Yeah, lots of. Stress. I'm just trying to figure out lowering, what the mechanism would be. Yeah, it, it's got to be lowering serum cortisol, increasing um, increasing um, serotonin. Huh. Um, that's interesting. Yeah. I I it has to be. This would be my guess on the mechanism for this. Mm-hmm. Is that when you go to an acupuncturist? It's one of the most relaxing places. It's mm-hmm. to me, it's oh, yeah. less. It's more relaxing than a spa because oh, yeah. at a spa, you got like hot men and women, you know, looking at your, you know, looking your at junk. you and stuff, and yeah, looking at your jungle region and mm-hmm. making making internal, uh, you know, evaluations and stuff. And and it's I to me that's stressful. And I don't want people messing with me. When you're at the acupuncturist, well, Tacey, you talk about it. You you gave me uh, a um, a thumbs up on that. Tell it. Talk about what it's like going to the acupuncture office. Uh, it's nice. Okay. I mean, I, I was very surprised. I, I didn't know what to expect, though. Right. So what did they do to you? And you know, when I said it's very relaxing, you went mm-hmm. So put me in. What's a, that about? A, a cool, yeah, darkish room. Yes. Stuck me mm-hmm. with some needles mm-hmm. and with a tens unit. Tens unit, yep, yep, on her. And yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> left me alone for how long, Scott? About, about twenty minutes, yeah. And when when they came back in, I didn't want to leave. Yeah, it is intensely relaxing, and that mm-hmm. will reduce stress hormones. Reduce stress hormones, epinephrine, cortisol, that kind of stuff mm-hmm. would reduce blood sugar. So what I would like to yeah. see is maybe there are studies on this on acupuncture you know the whole thing not just coming into a laboratory and they're sticking needles in you but they're doing the whole process yeah if you can show a decrease in say circulating epinephrine circulating cortisol and stuff because you know that's good Mm -hmm. then the question is do the needles have anything to do with anything Mm -hmm. at that point sure 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 is it you know, could you do the same thing without it or with some other thing? And there are, there are other interventions that might do better or needles with different electrical frequencies. Yeah. I mean, there's all kinds of cool things that you could look at. Yeah. Well, one of the things that I, that I use the TENS unit for is because they've shown that by using electric, electricity on the needles, it stimulates the uh, mu opioid receptors, stimulating hormones in well, the brain. Right, I and can it, see that. And it increases um, um, ser- um, serotonin in your um, okay, spinal so, cord. Okay, so yeah. stop with the jargon. Explain what that means. When you said it stimulates the mu opioid receptors yeah. in the brain, people are just like, oh, yeah. so so just emotional by, damage. Yes. Well, I mean, what does that mean? Yeah, well, by putting a needle, just I by know sticking, yeah, but just by sticking <laughs> a needle in in through the skin. 
it's it stimulates a response so if you just do plain needles because you know, we get this question all the time about mm -hmm. the difference between dry needling and um and um using electric acupuncture one of the one of the reasons the the dry needling does work is because it stimulates the peripheral nervous system okay so, what does that mean well peripheral. well just it so it's it's anything outside he of the uses spinal all cord. kinds of fancy <laughs> words at it, it, not, not any, anything so. outside the spinal cord and brain the, yeah, so the nerves right. outside the spinal cord brain. Mm -hmm. and it works very similar to the way an advil or a tylenol or an aspirin was is for helping with those those that pain okay the, when you by a completely different mechanism. Completely different mechanism, right. Okay. But And then by using electrical stimulation to it, it stimulates the brain to release more of a, an opiate through your system. Yeah. Which is, so we're actually working on treating pain from a couple different so approaches. So there are endogenous, endogenous opioids, so those, that means made from the inside your body. The reason that when you take heroin mm -hmm. that it does something is because it attaches to receptors that are there that were already there mm -hmm. for internal drugs that look like heroin mm -hmm. you have the same molecular structure and they operate the same way that's when people get addicted to running like my friend john who is now at uh, is he in the chat room today yeah he is he was earlier yeah logan field is yeah, he, he is he hasn't missed running one day, and I think he's he's like a, a thousand days or something like that. It may even be longer than that if he's still in there. See if he um, if he chimes in on that. But uh, he he won't miss a day. Yeah. And like if he does surgery, I said, what happens if you have to go in for surgery? He said, well, I have to start all over again. But he if it's raining, snowing, he is out there. And I, I postulate that he may be addicted to the um, endorphins. Mm -hmm. In other words, endogenous opioids molecules that are made inside the body that stimulate the same receptors that lortab and percocet and heroin do yep. roxy's oxy's yeah all the goodies all the goodies give me some hydros yep. and some oxy's and some delada <laughs> I like to pull up my, my one of our dear friends is a, a pharmacist, and yeah. sometimes I'll pull up, and if one of the girls there doesn't know who I am, oh, I'll say, I do. Oh, hey, man, can I get some Lortab? I do the same thing. <laughs> there's, huh? a, there's a pharmacist in town. I was there when he was born. Oh, my gosh. And his mom, and or well, his dad was my best friend in residency. And uh, I'll always call him going, oh, cool. I need me some of them Lortab 15s. Of course, they don't make such a thing. Mm -hmm. And he'll just go, come on, because he knows it's me. It's <laughs> just a, it's so stupid. <laughs> oh, I love it. Well, there uh, for people who think that acupuncture is just complete horseshit, um, part of the problem is that um, some of your fellow practitioners have uh, not been helpful not to you in that regard. No, you're correct. You are correct. But the type of things that Dr. Scott does, uh, there's really good data behind it, and it is drug-free. You're generating the drugs inside your system, and anybody that wants to, you know, argue with us about that. Um, you know, I'll defend Scott on the things that he does because he does the things that he knows has data, have data behind them. Right. And we, you can go to PubMed and you can find tons and tons of articles that show uh, that there is, um, you know, a positive a net effect with acupuncture when used under the correct and used in the right, the right things, right? And yeah. this article here from Medical News Today says, you know, its conclusion is, uh, well, shit. Where did it, let me get to that. Because it, you'll, whoa, 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 you son of a come bitch. On, come, come on, come on. Um, <laughs> good God. Um, good God, man. Anyway, well, now I can't find it because that scared me so much that I I hit my what mouse. What was that? I, I don't know. It, I, honestly, I don't it's know. It's the spooky show, y'all. <laughs> it's the spooky show. Uh, the, um, that acupuncture is safe and effective when done by somebody Basically, to paraphrase them, who knows what the fuck they're doing? Right. So you go to someone that's taken a weekend course. Mm. They can kiss my ass for the most part. Yeah, me too. Uh, Dr. Scott spent four years of his life in traditional Chinese medical school, and I respect that. You know, anybody that gives up that much time and effort studying all this stuff, you know, deserves your respect. Now, uh, 
for the effort put in. And, you know, it, uh, there's a big difference between people that come out of your office because mm-hmm. my cancer patients go to you. Oh, yeah. 100% of them feel better when they yep. come out of there. Yep. Whatever it is, who cares what the mechanism is? Yep. As long as it works. So, anyway, all right, enough for you. With, uh, and now I'm starting to sound like a kook. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You got anything else? No, that's it. Promoting think, your own shit. No, I was going to say Kirby, Kirby, Kirby <laughs> saying, would y'all take a, take a question? Yeah, go ahead. I think, no, he said, would we take a question? But yes, of course. No, he's telling us to take some. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. Okay, fair enough. So, fair enough. Number one do thing, don't take advice from some asshole on the radio. All right. Let's... Okay. Uh, this is Lee. Hey, Lee. North Alabama. And I've got a question regarding... Uh, some HRT that I'm doing. Um, my- uh, okay, HRT being hormone replacement therapy, presumably testosterone, but not necessarily. We'll see. My last, uh, when I did my last blood sample, I was at a 200. And so... Uh, okay, so depending... Listen, when, when we give out these raw numbers like this, we're not using the units. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he's talking about nanograms per deciliter or what the units are, but I'm assuming that's low. And if it's low in his lab then the low normal in most labs is right around 350 if i'm not giving out the units mm-hmm. and normal is at, is anywhere considered to be 350 to 850 somewhere mm-hmm. in there depends on the lab so mm-hmm. you got to look at the normal range uh but just remember that if you're in the low normal range you're probably actually low yeah. and if you feel bad and you're in yes. the low normal that is there important. you go taste you're going to get one of those give yourself a bill that is exactly right, because st- um, symptomatic people in the low normal range have been uh, shown in studies to derive benefit from treatment from hormone replacement therapy, even though, quote unquote, technically they're in the, well, I should have, no, they're technically, quote unquote, low normal or normal, and they're not. It's because there's so many people are low that when they determine what's normal, they're including a bunch of people that are low because they've never been diagnosed in that average. And so it skews the normal range low. So all of the urologists that I've talked to say if you're low normal and you have the symptoms of, of, of low testosterone that you should be treated. Okay, anyway, let him complete. Through some doctor guidance and stuff, we've, we've started the therapy. I'm doing injections. Okay. Uh, every 10 days. Okay. And um, so I'm... A- so there's lots of things you can do. He's doing... Inge- he's giving himself shots. Mm-hmm. Some people do the gel. Mm-hmm. Some people do pellets. There's all kinds of things you can do, so... Injecting in my left leg because I'm right-handed. I can control it better. And I inserted the, the needle into my leg. This was a week ago. Oh, and no. when the needle went in, that area in that muscle where the needle penetrated my leg cramped and the needle actually racked in one direction and then stood back up um and i pulled the needle out and i I managed to get the injection in yeah um but i'm curious why in the world would it have done that (laughs) did i hit something yes or or or... you put in you stuck a needle in your leg well (laughs) that's what you want i just don't want that to happen again because it hurt like some bitch yeah go ahead scott i'll say it sounds like the motor point in the muscle yeah so that's kind of where the 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 nerve innervates or enters the muscle, um, and it's the biggest bulk of it. And if you'll hit that thing just right, it will cause a lot of times a spasm. Yep. You know, and my suggestion would be next time you do it, poke around and find a spot that's not. You mean with your finger? With your finger, yeah. yeah uh, not with the needle. Yeah, not with a needle. Yeah, with your finger, kind of poke around and palpate, mush, mush until you can find a not real sensitive spot. And that's a, probably a better place to go in. Yeah. And I would, um, I may, uh, one other thing I, I would say too is he, he, he might be able to do it in his, if he's right hand, do it in his right hip. Yes. Buttocks is where I would do it. Well, I don't, I, I don't know. Save your leg. Hip. I don't know. I, it's, that's, that's a tough one because you right. got to go to the right particular quadrant in yeah. that gluteus, gluteus area. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, th- I, I do think the thigh is easy to get to, but yeah. if you're right-handed, you can do your right thigh. Mm-hmm. Dude, that makes me wonder where he's injecting it. Yeah, no. So the, this is the correct place to, this is the correct way to do this. You you should use the vastus lateralis muscle in the thigh. So let me tell you where that is. That's, you divide the thigh into three equal parts vertically, not horizontally. So going from hip to knee, you draw a line from the hip to the knee, divided into three equal parts, and you're going to go to the upper top part 
of the um, uh, of the middle to lateral section. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then if you do that, there's no nerves and um, stuff over there, and that really for me. That would be easier for me to hit from the yeah. right than from the left. Let me try it from the. Oh no, it's easy either way. Yeah, it's either either way. Well, there's 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 cutaneous sensory nerves, but no, but no. Big well, of course, nerves. Yeah, but yeah, yeah no, yeah, no, no. But yeah, I'm talking about yeah. there's you know the the femoral arteries oh, and stuff yeah. going that's on all, the that's inside, inside part. Of her leg, right. That's right. Yeah. That's right. They're very good, Scott. You know your anatomy. Yeah, bud. Give yourself a bill. <laughs> So, uh, and it, dude, if you want to email me, I'll send you a picture of where you need to be going. Mm-hmm. But, uh, Scott, even then, like you can poke around and if I poke just right, I can make that muscle spasm. Yep. Yep. Yeah. It jerks. It's really a reflex jerk yeah. is it's, what it is. And it's called a trigger point or yeah. a motor point. If yeah. you, if you want to kind of do a little research on that, but that's, yeah. and that's, and that's, believe it or not, well, I just st- looked on the camera. It looks like I'm masturbating. Oh, funny. <laughs> Because I was nice. poke, I was poking my leg. If I do that, it looks like. <laughs> Can you see that? That would that would be. I'm a, sorry for the people who are listening. And that would have been a whole lot more motion than you probably need. But, but yeah, you know, yeah. It, no, not for me. <laughs> anyway, but the um, I was in the bathroom at WRAL TV. A, a million years ago when I worked there, there was uh, the weather guy was a guy named Bob DeBartleben and the news guy was a guy named Charlie Gaddy, right? Mm-hmm. And so they're both in there pissing at the same time. And the one guy, um, and this isn't a great joke, but it's just uh, something that I remember. <laughs> and uh, Charlie Gaddy said, oh, you know, he make bragging about how giant, what a giant cock he had, right? Mm-hmm. And he said, well, um, they would. Uh, they need to lower this urinal for me, you know. And Bob De- Bardleben, without even missing a beat, said, "Well, they need to raise it for me six inches off the floor." <laughs> <laughs> you get nothing. Oops, wrong, wrong, wrong thing. But it worked anyway. <laughs> Doing anyway. great with sound effects. Today. I know. Sorry, I was going for that. <laughs> Oh, good. All right. Yep. Those were the good old days. Old Charlie Gaddy and Bob DeBartleben and uh, doing uh, championship wrestling on weekends. Yep. Ric Flair recently did, quote, unquote, his last match. Yeah. And our buddy Shuli Egar was uh, on the roast of Ric Flair. Oh, my goodness. And uh, Vinny, our friend Vinny Paulina, was there to document everything. How did the match go? I don't know. Okay. He, he didn't die. All I know is he didn't die. I also hear that he was a complete you-know-what. Oh, really? Now, I worked with M- Mr. Flair for three years. Mm-hmm. Never never spoke a word to me, not once. Now, I was a peon. I was just the audio engineer and sometimes cameraman. But, uh, yeah, never. I don't think any of those guys would remember me. But I've got some great stories about working with them. That That's was, cool. you know, Wahoo McDaniel, um, uh, Baron von Raschke. I've told the story about Igor the Polish Prince and his uh, Polish sausage. Have you ever heard that? Have I? Ever, I've told you that story, Tice. I don't think I've heard the Polish sausage. Do you know this story? one? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. This guy, he was. His name was Igor the Polish Prince, and he had that sort of generic Eastern European. Oh, I am Igor. Polish prince, like that, right? Yep, you know, yep. and uh, he was from Kernersville, uh, North Carolina, I think. <laughs> I think that's where he was from. And uh, he would get on. You know, you know, we would do these commercials, right? And there were like we did seventy commercials on every Wednesday, two for each of thirty-five different markets. Okay, and they had the announcer tonight in Dorton Arena or tonight in Charlotte Coliseum and then uh, Blackjack Mulligan and get up there and he'd go Wahoo McDaniel if you're listening of course he's listening he's sitting right there because they're all on tables on either side of this thing because we had to whip you know get these things uh, uh, whipped out well anyway Mighty Igor would get up there and he would be gnawing on this Polish sausage he'd never take a bite off of it and chew it and swallow it mm-hmm. he'd just gnaw on oh, it right gross. And he was just kind, kind of gumming it Ugh. and um, so uh, that that was every Wednesday well I, I when I would come and do the the uh, morning show which was at six in the morning so i lived in athland north carolina it was an hour away so i'd have to get up at four to get there by five so that i could set up for the show at six 
And uh, one day I was cleaning up the living room set where they all sat and did this sort of chatty show, you know, farm show in the morning. And I'm cleaning the sofa and I lift up the cushions to clean under the cushions. And there, lo and behold, was mighty Igor's Polish sausage underneath one of the cushions. And what this guy was doing was when we would be done, he would shove that thing under the the cushion and then when he'd come back the next week he'd grab it and stick it back in his mouth and gnaw on it now i understood why no yes of course what else what other reason would it be there there's trash cans everywhere he could have just thrown it in the trash he was saving it for next time oh my that's awful so it was so great i have a million of those stories with those guys but anyway that's that will maybe we'll do a wrestling wrestling show sometime Mm. All right. So insane muscle spasm. We done with that one? Yep. Okay. Uh, Let's do... Oh, here's a good one. And Dr. Scott can talk about this. Uh, This is Wade from Louisiana. Hey, Wade. out. Was laying in the bed, sleeping, had some kind of upper respiratory thing. I was coughing and tossing and turning. And I woke up about 2.30 in the morning with a serious case of vertigo okay i uh, went to the er um they really didn't do anything but give me something for motion sickness so this, i come home this pisses me off actually did the epley maneuver what okay why does this guy have to know <laughs> and do the epley maneuver yeah you know what i'm saying yep why? we're gonna talk next maybe next week we might get gina levy on here mm-hmm about how she was treated when she had her mastectomies for, uh, for pain. It was unbelievable. You know, excruciating pain. I don't know if they gave her anything. We're going to talk to her. Because oh. she's been complaining about it online. I said, you need... I pulled a, uh, uh, <laughs> a trick like one of our uh, uh, friends online. Hey, hey, Gina, come do my show. Certain people will know the, the, the joke behind that. But... Uh, but I did that, and so uh, I, I think rather than have her call in the voicemail, we'll just have her on. I mean, that's Bob Levy's wife, and we love Bob. Bob's a friend of the show. So anyway, uh, but, yeah, this this kind of stuff is starting to piss me off more and more. And Hang it on. cleared up shortly after that. And have you seen the video? we got to do this one on this show, too. Mm-hmm. The video of the woman that went to um, uh, the ER and had monkey pox, and they said they'd never heard of it. <laughs> yeah. And oh, she, my goodness. Yeah, and then she went to her primary. Uh, she said, I think I have monkey pox. They're like, we don't know what you're talking about. Oh, for God's sakes. It's like, do you not watch anything, anything? on the news? Do you not read anything? anything? I told you. I know, honey, oh. I'm telling you. They Every state sends out the monkey pox uh. and COVID advisories. Nobody reads anything. I think we're at 50 today. In, in our in the state of Tennessee, Ooh. I think. Okay, I that's some emergency, but anyway, then we'll yeah. talk about that in a minute. Um, when the the WHO declares an emergency, all they mean is that countries who are friendly with the WHO should now start reporting cases to them. That's all that means. So go back to anyway, this yeah. guy. Yeah, okay, sorry. And this maneuver. So he goes to, and we'll talk about what the maneuver is. So let me back up a little bit. So he goes to the emergency room. They really didn't do anything but give me something for motion sickness when I come home. And and that what they probably gave him was meclazine. Meclazine, yep. Yeah. I actually did the Epley maneuver and it cleared up shortly after that. <laughs> well, there you go. Which was hours and hours Give later, yourself a but, bill. Um, I was wondering if the coughing and the tossing and turning combined is what caused the little crystals to break loose. See, and this guy knows everything. Float around. Mm. Where they yeah, we're gonna have to. We're gonna have to back up and tell everybody. Yeah, this guy's. This guy's a damn genius. So. Yeah, he's figured it out. So um, I guess his question is though, and he's and he is correct. I think in his assumption. Yeah, he's wondering if the cough... Okay, so talk about benign positional vertigo for a second. BPPV. There you go. Um, it's a it's an inner ear problem. It's the inside your ears. You have these things called the semicircular canals. Right, they're the inner is, ear. Yeah, inner ear. And they're three little kind of tubules that have fluid inside them with, with little hair-like follicles. And when you move... And they're oriented in three dimensions, yeah. which is fucking genius, yeah. the way that this thing is. 
Right. Because, you know, they detect acceleration. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> way before Newton invented calculus yeah. and people and Zeno talked about absolute motion and stuff like that, mm-hmm. the semicircular canals were already analyzing in an analog computer type way mm-hmm. uh, acceleration in three dimensions. So go ahead. Yeah. yeah and what happens? I is will it? give yeah. whoever designed these things one of them. <laughs> But Very, you know, it's brilliant. Yeah, but but you know the cool thing is that they have they have fluid inside them, and, but they're not completely full. So when you move, yeah. the fluid moves around, and the little hair follicles can detect the motion and sends a message to your brain, say, "Hey, we're moving right or left or forward or right. whatever." And the fluid moves, right? And it has momentum too. So when you spin yes. on a on a bar stool and then stop, <laughs> the uh, fluid continues to spin, and that's what makes you dizzy. But anyway, yeah. go ahead. It's it's actually pretty incredible. There, but there are some little um, calcium crystals inside yep. those, and they can become dislodged. Yep. And when they do, it and typically it's in from a head injury. Um, you can get conked in the head or some violent kind of mo- no, motion. Can like, happen when you're like you got terrible, you know, racking and cough. Yeah, coughing and shaking your head back and forth. And he probably just dislodged those crystals. And subsequently gave himself the BPPB. Yeah, yeah. And so, do you want to? You do the Epley maneuver, right? Do it. Yeah, we do it some. And it's a, um, you know, gosh, I would hate to try and do it, you know, by myself when I was having vertigo. You know, and just be sent home from the emergency department. Say, hey, <laughs> you can do it though. You can. I mean, yes, well, you can. I have <laughs> people with benign positional vertigo that I teach them to do it at home, well, especially after the first time. Yeah. But you would hope somebody would help them do that. You know, while they're <clears throat> in the certain. Well, I'm get. He called us. I wonder if he heard about it here or if he's um, just you know already knew about it. But let's, do you want to walk people through the Epley yeah. maneuver? Or do you want me to? I'll, well, I've got it right here. I was just going to read the no. steps. Just I was going to instead of pretend just you faking just knew it. it off the top well, of your head. I know, geez. but I don't. I don't want to screw it up. <laughs> but you do. You've been sitting on the bed. Mm-hmm. Um, turn your head to 45 degrees to the right. Yep. You lay back quickly, keeping your head turned. Um, now, when you when you lay back, your head should be a little extended back over over a pillow. Yep. And then what you're going to do is you're going to flip your head after you know 30 wait, seconds. Wait 30 40, seconds. Yeah, 30 seconds or so. Then you flip your head to the other side, the left side, and um, do the same thing. Wait for like 45 seconds. Um, turn it back. And what you're trying to do is, is dislodge those crystals or put them back in place. Yeah. yeah. And that's it. Okay. So if it's, that's if you're, it's your right ear. If it's yeah. left ear, you do the opposite. opposite. Right. And you guys aren't going to remember this. And I'm not even sure that us describing it is, is sufficient for you to do it. But just know that that's there. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and if you have positional vertigo, you can try this at home. You really can't hurt yourself. You just don't want to. You know, you don't want to pull a Bob Saget and, you know, oh, I'm, no, 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 I'm no, serious. No, 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 no disrespect no, no, no. to uh, because I love Bob. Oh, and when you lay back, make sure your head is going to hit your pillow and not the back of your bed. Mm-hmm. You know, some of these hotel Poor beds, guys. I've seen this before where the hotel beds have kind of like a sharp um, wooden uh, like a beam or something on the back where the pillow goes and it's really easy if you lay back too fast you don't realize how much force that is because you're used to doing it on a pillow if there's something hard and sharp there yep horrible I mean I love Bob so I'm just saying yep. if you're going to do this be safe doing it because we don't want you what happened to you to happen to Bob Saget even though Scott apparently thought that was hilarious because he was laughing no I wouldn't laugh at him I know you're just saying how ridiculous but what I was saying was, but um, so, but just Google Epley maneuver, yeah. and if you really want to do it right, just look at it on YouTube, yeah. and they'll show exactly. you how yeah. to do it, and yeah. you can do it at home. But yeah. just be safe when you do that first laying back fast. Yeah. You got to make sure that pillow's in the right place and that there's nothing hard back there. Yeah, and you don't. Yeah, and you don't want to extend your head back off the bed, right? And and wreck your neck that way too. Right, so, right, right. Yeah. So it is. It's it, it's you have to pay attention. Okay. All right. So, yeah, I think that's what happened. Now, mm-hmm. if you have, if you've been coughing and you get a vertigo that will not um, uh, respond to the Epley maneuver, you may have another thing altogether, and that is called um, semicircular canal dehiscence syndrome. And semicircular canal dehiscence syndrome is a real problem that can only be uh, treated with surgery. And dehiscence just means when something comes apart, 
And so you can have, you know, the coughing, the pressure can actually cause the semicircular canals to be damaged. And that's a whole different thing. This guy got better with the Epley, so I don't think he had that, but I'm just throwing that out there. This is a rare syndrome. But if you ever get COVID and you cough for six weeks like I did, and you start seeing stars when you cough, that's how bad it is. Sometimes things can happen, and that's one of them. Yeah, and, as, right. and as Amanda so poignantly says, and make sure they don't have, you know, a neck injury, especially like a, you know, yes. a, you know, a multi-level <clears throat> spinal effusion. You don't want to be doing yes, that. Yes, of course. Yes, thank you. <laughs> thank you. So that is correct, Amanda. Yeah, yeah. And a matter of fact, don't do any of this shit without talking it over with right. your doctor first. We're just a bunch of old clowns. <laughs> yeah, we sure we are. We don't know nothing about nothing. Don't know much about nothing. All right. You'd be crazy to do what we tell you to do. <laughs> All right. Let's see what this hey, is. Dr. Steve. This is an old friend of yours calling. I won't say my name. I know you know who I am by now. And I just want you to know it's, an, it's just a hello call. It doesn't mean a thing. I don't need any money, and I'm not in trouble, and I have no <laughs> medical problems. So I'm not calling about free advice or cash or anything like that. It's basically a love call, Dr. Steve. It's an old pal of yours. I won't say my name because I don't want to make any trouble or anything. But you know who I am. And yeah, we do. go back. And it was a hell of a trip. What a wild, crazy trip it was there in the old uh, chapel of the UNC in North Carolina, RTV and P department, where we, uh, we had so many laughs and so many wonderful experiences with professors that we were lucky to be around. I'll tell you what, more better than we deserved, as they say, Dr. Steve. Dr. Steve, I'm not going to hold you on the line very long because I know you got a lot of messages. <laughs> yes, I call he your is. Home. Okay. This, this call is four minutes long. Oh, <laughs> the, oh the, my God. the basket is filled, not taking any messages. I know you won't let that go on like that for very long because that's just downright rude. You got the technology, you have the phone, and you haven't bothered to go in and. Dr. Steve, that's not like you. I hope it's not an indicator that maybe your life's kind of, you know, gone awry, as they say. You know, <laughs> hope you're, hope you're hanging on to the home, the home fireplace, the home mantle there. And I know you are. And the ship. You got- oh, we'll play part two next time. Yeah, Good Lord, say, yeah. Dave. We're running late. <laughs> that's my old buddy Dave Haynes doing another one of his characters. He used to call in. Do you remember, Tacey, You might remember this when um, <clears throat> some of our callers got through to Big Kev. Big, no. Kev, Big Kev's geek stuff used to be, we used to share Saturday Night Virus with them. Okay. And some of our callers got through to him by accident, and so he played them and goofed on them, right? Mm. And then my buddy Dave started calling in, calling him, well, that old Big Ken and, or Big Keg or something, I can't remember what he called him. And he he would goof on him, so I didn't have to. And he would pretend like he was a... Somebody calling Big Ke- Big Kev's geek stuff, <laughs> and uh, that's the same guy. So anyway, he's a damn nut. <laughs> All right, one of yes, uh, absolutely my best friend from the 1970s. Uh, let's see here. Uh, you want to do one on neutralizing antibodies? We could do that. Let's do this one. Hey, Doctor Steve, I'm having a question about the COVID antibodies. Okay. So I currently have an autoimmune disease and I have received the Moderna vaccines one through three. My rheumatologist in Cleveland decided for me not to get the fourth booster until we checked my antibody levels Okay. because I had such a rough time with the third Moderna. Um, high fever, chills, body aches, just really severe reaction and it and increased my inflammatory um, markers. I wonder if the reason she had such a rough time was because maybe somewhere in there she'd actually gotten COVID, but let's see. So I have my last antibody screen showed that my numbers were at 50,000. Uh, eight weeks later, they're at 25,000. What is the magic number of... Okay, uh, we're running out of time, unfortunately, so I'll give you the quick answer. It depends on the units. Again, the normal units in international units per milliliter, the neutralizing antibodies are like 448. So I'm assuming they are using different units when they're saying that her her antibody level is 50,000. So if it were 50,000 international units per milliliter, I would say, well, yeah, you're in great shape. But uh, if you will email me and uh, send me... Uh, the actual lab work, I'll look at it and I can calibrate it with, uh, uh, you know, I can convert it to these units and see where you are. But as it is now, this is that same problem, you know, with lab, different labs uh, reporting things with different units. I don't know what units they were using. Okay. 
All right, Dr. Scott, you got any other uh, questions for us? Yes, from the waiting room. From the waiting room. <laughs> yes. So, um, so Cindy Walker asked um, if um, Tacy's vaginal treatment was still effective. Oh. And oh. if it's been, if, you know, because it's been it's been a month or so since we've spoken about it, maybe two months or something. So. Yes, it yeah. is. Uh, it huh. is still effective. But okay, so tell it. There are people who don't know what we're talking about, so just give them the Reader's Digest. I'm version. not exactly sure the one that I had done. Well, so okay, you had radio frequency and microneedling. Radio frequency and microneedling, but I'm not exactly that's all, sure that's the name fine. of them. Okay, it's called Votiva, but it's it's it doesn't that, okay. that part well, doesn't thank matter. You. Yeah. So um, anyway, yeah, I would I would still do it again. Uh, it I'm not going get going to the bathroom as often. I'm not getting up in the middle of the night as often. And when um, you laugh at my jokes, do you still piss your pants? No, because I'm not laughing. <laughs> oh, yeah. But um, yeah, I would, I would absolutely um, do it again. Nothing. But I don't know how it compares to like true surgery. Well, you wouldn't. But that's uh, they're, they're not asking that though. So, so you had some stress incontinence. Is that yes. fair to say? Yes. Uh huh. And uh, can you tell any difference in yes, that? Yes, I can. Okay. So uh, and and how many treatments did you have? Three. You had three, mm-hmm. each lasting for how long uh, each time? Well, you go in and you do the numbing for like 30 or 40 minutes. How do you do the numbing? Well, they, they use this, they stick like this uh, this bullet thing in mm-hmm. you, and, mm-hmm. and it does like Kegels with numbing cream all over okay. it, so it numbs everything that way. So it, it, it stimulates you electrically to contract the pelvic muscles? Yes, really? yes, that, okay. that's mm-hmm. that's how they numb you, okay. and then, um, then they get in there with that wand and they do the work. Yeah, is it painful when you have it done? Um, yes, if you, if it's not numb, when yeah. they do it, then absolutely well, it's painful. Okay, so how much of you wasn't numb after the Kegel well, machine? Well, the, the last time I had it done, I was not as numb on the outer area as I Ooh, was. I can't on imagine the, the outer area. And, um, yeah, so they didn't but on go sca- as hardcore on me, but, yeah, it would have seriously You would have jumped off the table. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. On a scale of 1 to 10, where the numbing was when you were having this done, where would you rate your pain with 10 being, you know, they're chopping off your leg with a rusty like saw? A 1 or a 2. It really? Was no, oh, nothing, okay. nothing. It was not, not even that. So it's very tolerable. Yeah, it was just more embarrassing than anything. Yeah, sure, sure, it's sure. Like, it's like going to the dentist when they have that, that ultrasonic kind of cleaner thing that, that kind of zaps you. The I mean, you, you don't... You don't. F- this has little needles in it, though. Yeah, needles, yeah. and through the needles, apparently, radio frequency comes. Okay. And if I can, mm-hmm. gosh, I wonder where they got that idea from. Hmm. Oh, okay. So, oh, <laughs> they're ripping me off, Rob. Um, can I say the difference that I saw, or no? Should I just keep my sure, mouth shut? Sure, if you want to. Well, you know, it it felt like. Um, Gosh, how can He's I say this bragging. without being gross? No, 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 not at all. Um, the the two weeks after you did it, it felt sort of like you were ribbed for you know where the, they used to have those condoms that say ribbed for your pleasure. Mm-hmm. That's what it felt like. You could tell that it was there were it was like it was concentric rings sort of. You like, think it's from the infl- inflammation where they did the needles? Well, yeah. I mean, it it does it causes increased blood flow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. interesting. So that was interesting. I did notice that. So good. So there. So would you recommend it? That's the question well, that they're it, asking. Well, it's um Yeah, if yeah, you know, I'm I'm glad I did it. Not it doesn't re- listen, if you have a giant cystocele, which a yeah. cystocele is where your bladder is actually uh, dropped because the bottom part of the bladder is top part of the vagina, and if the vaginal wall has become so thin, the bladder can sometimes drop into the vagina. It's called a cystocele, and sometimes it can get so bad that you can actually see it from the outside. And uh, this, I don't think this would solve that problem, but if you are relatively young as Tacy is, and ha- starting to notice that, that your control quite isn't the same because women have a problem because there's just like an inch from the outside to the inside. 
uh, when it comes to the urethra, whereas guys, you know, like me, you know, it's at least 10, 12, you know, inches from the outside to the inside. So, you know, it's a lot harder for urine. <laughs> I'm just. It was really starting to bother me, and now yeah. um, it's it's better. So you're happy. Mm-hmm. All right. So it's worth it, and you did no surgery. No surgery. Okay, good. Cool. Who was it that was asking about that? Oh, don't say it because then she'll be embarrassed. Because she was just asking for for a friend. Oh, Cindy. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, and Cindy, if you do it, yeah. let us know. Yep. And if she, you, she was wondering if we thought it might help with vaginal atrophy as well. Uh, hmm. I, I'll have to look at the data yeah. on that. It does increase blood flow, and it increases some, t- or you know, stimulates some tissue growth. We can say hypothetically. Um, but I, I, I don't. If, if, if you'll email me, I'll get you some data on that. I can find it. What really works for vaginal atrophy, though, is estrogen cream. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yep. Any other questions, comments? No. Nope. Are we good? Everybody okay. happy? I'm happy. Wrap, Are you happy? Wrap, wrap I'm it up. happy and hot. Yeah, right. You are hot. Wrap it up and you're gonna get you. It is ninety something You're gonna get you some. That's what she said. Mm-hmm. That, uh, that makes you, sense. That's right. Well, thanks always go to Dr. Scott. And uh, thanks to Tacey. Thanks to everyone who's made this show happen over the years. It has and continues to be the most fun I've had in my six decades of existence. Uh, outside of my marriage, obviously. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Listen to our SiriusXM show on the Faction Talk channel. SiriusXM channel 103, Saturdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, Sunday at 6 p.m. Eastern. I think they just changed this, by the way. Just listen to it on demand. That's the best thing to do. If you have SiriusXM, you have an online subscription. Just go on demand. And other times at Jim McClure's pleasure. Many thanks to our listeners whose voicemail and topic ideas make this job very easy. Go to our website, drsteve.com. For schedules, podcasts, other crap, check out Dr. Scott's website at simplyherbals.net. Until next time, check your stupid nuts for lumps. Quit smoking, get off your asses, and get some exercise. We'll see you in one week for the next edition of Weird Medicine. Thanks, everybody. See, I cut out all the shout-outs, Taste, just for you. you. If you didn't hear your shout-out, you can thank Tacey for that. Thank you. You're welcome. (laughs) 